0: Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well, my name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, let's crack on with today's first story. Much love guys. Now, today's first story is from a deleted user who says, my male 25 wife, female 24, cheated on me with her best friend, female 22, and I don't know how to save my marriage. It feels so hard and painful even to type, I wish it had never happened. My wife Hannah and I are high school sweethearts and have been together since we were 15 and 16 respectively. I don't know if it's relevant or not but I was her first everything while I had been with one girl before her. I've always known my wife was incredibly beautiful, smart, witty, bubbly and most importantly a compassionate person. Due to how gorgeous she has always been, guys have always hit on her, sometimes even in my presence. But she only chose me and I've always been really proud and glad of that. We got married two years ago, been together for nine years and till this point it has always been an immensely happy and smooth relationship with barely any arguments or fights at all and lots of love and loyalty. Everyone who knows us says that we never left the honeymoon phase and we believed it as well. Going on regular dates, giving gifts, exciting sex life, etc. She never did anything which would give me any reason to not trust her or doubt her. All of this makes it harder for me. Hannah has 6-7 to seven close friends, all women, and one friend she's incredibly close to is Amanda, female 22. Hannah and Amanda are BFFs, their own words, and have known each other for about 6 years. They do everything together and spend all their time with each other, it with the other girls as well or just the two of them. They share all their secrets, feelings, issues, etc. with each other and I used to be happy that Hannah had a trustworthy best friend in her life. I've never been the jealous kind because I had immense trust in Hannah and knew she'd never violate it. In fact, I never fought any guy that hit on her because she turned them away herself. When it came to Amanda, I had just one issue. I felt she was a bit too close to Hannah, like frequently touching and grabbing her like her face, arms, back, thighs, whatever, playfully slapping Hannah's butt whenever she got the chance, etc. And this felt a bit inappropriate to me, but I know female friendships are different from male ones and they're a lot more touchy, so I didn't object. Plus, Hannah told me that's how Amanda is, even though I never noticed Amanda being like that with the other girls, only Hannah. Also, Amanda is openly bisexual, but I didn't say anything to my wife because I didn't want to soil their special relationship. I think I've already given too much background, so let's come to the incident itself. Last weekend, the girls were having a girl's night and going to a concert and then to a bar. They left from our place at around 7pm, and Hannah had told me she'd be back by around 1am. At roughly 12.50am, I saw their Instagram post still at the bar, so I thought they were just having fun for longer and sent a take care message. Eventually, I drifted off to sleep since I wasn't really concerned because she was with friends and they are all responsible. She eventually came home at around 6.30 in the morning with her hair and makeup messed up a little and she was avoiding eye contact with me and behaved oddly. She just went to sleep. This got me anxious but I thought she was probably just really tired. I waited for her to wake up which she did at around 12 and then took a shower. I asked her how the night was and she said it was good but she didn't feel chatty or bubbly like usual. I sensed something was off so I asked her what was wrong but she didn't reply. Eventually, after about 10 minutes of insisting that she tell me what's going on, she broke down in tears and hugged me and said she fucked up and asked me not to hate her. At this point, I had a mini heart attack and thought she had cheated on me with some guy. I asked her what she meant and she told me last night she slept with Amanda. This not only shocked me but confused me to the core. I calmed her down and told her to tell me everything in detail. As Hannah told me after being done with the concert in the bar. Most girls left, but Amanda, Hannah, and two others went to Amanda's place for a while to relax before going home. This was around 2.30 am. After about 30 minutes, the other two also left for their homes, so it was just Amanda and Hannah. At first, they were just hanging out and having fun, having some wine. Then Amanda started flirting with Hannah, telling her how hot she is and got handsy. And she just went with the flow because she was quite drunk and also because she was enjoying it. After a while of this Amanda kissed my wife which she says sent this strange pleasure down her body. So she didn't stop it and they ended up having sex. Even though I didn't want to listen more about my wife having sex with someone else. I pressed her for more details like exactly what they did do and how long for. And very shamefully she said they did it for about two hours and told me all what they did. Which is basically every sexual thing two girls can do to each other. I didn't say anything to her because I was stunned. She says she's really guilty and loves me very much. I told her it's a lot for me and I need to think so I left for a walk. Honestly, I don't even understand how to react. I talked to several friends and while some said it's like regular cheating, some said it's not a big deal because it was with another girl. I'm confused because honestly, I am indeed a little bit relieved that it wasn't with some guy as I suspected initially. But at the same time, even if it was a girl, it wasn't me and she shouldn't have hooked up with anyone. And the thing that really hurts is that I've always been supportive of her. And had she had told me she wanted to sexually experiment with girls, I probably would have supported her because I know she's never been with anyone else. And to me, a girl sleeping with a girl is not the same as doing it with a guy. Which leads me to think that maybe I feel hurt. Not because she slept with Amanda, but because she misused my trust and didn't consult me. I don't think I'd be able to make rational decisions right now, so I need advice about how to proceed. Apart from this, she's never done anything wrong throughout the relationship. And even now, she's extremely apologetic since she knows I'm hurt and has been begging me not to leave her because she says she'll die if I ever leave her. What should I do? I know Opie in this one says that, you know, it feels different because it was with a girl. But to me, and this is only from my personal point of view, it doesn't. You know, it's, she had sex oral sex with someone else. It always comes down to what i talk about when wherever whenever we talk about cheating stories and it's that betrayal of trust which that trust would just be gone for me and i wouldn't be able to look at the person the same way again it's as simple as that for me and it would leave me questioning with the emotional attachment between them as well you know they've been best friends for years bffs as you said in their own words and now it's escalated to the point that they've actually slept together as well can two people have sex and have no romantic feelings for each other sure but with their background as well, it does raise even more suspicions to me. But not even a pro says, okay, take gender out of it. Your wife had oral sex with someone other than you. Your wife cheated. You either forgive her or not. Anon says, you asked what you should do and the short answer is, I don't know. I'm not in your situation. Don't know your history. Don't have a stake in the outcome. Just like every other person who is on this thread. But here are some random thoughts. The core issue is the betrayal of trust and that doesn't matter if it was a guy or a woman. So certainly, there's some degrees here, like kissing versus sex, intent, and so on. Nevertheless, the trust is broken. The problem with recovering from that is that without trust, your relationship is over. Those who try to soldier on without trust can do intractable harm to their self-esteem and subject themselves and their partner to an unhappy existence, and so on. I think in a lot of cheating situations, the actual cheating is the final act in a longer story. In those cases, when you peel back the top layer, there is unhappiness, difference in values, other deep issues and so on. The cheating is the cherry on top of a shit Sunday. Is that the case here? I don't know. I think you'd need counselling both together and alone to figure that out. She likely needs her own as well. The tough deal in this is you both are so young and have been together for so long. You're each other's first everything. When I was 25, I was a very different person than when I was 15. I was doubly different at 35. And that my teenage self wouldn't recognize me now at 47 i think those life experiences multiple relationships a variety of sexual experiences etc were so essential to finally figuring out what i wanted i say i didn't know until 40. i'm a late bloomer but who could possibly know at 15 or 16 years old i'm not excusing what happened at all you don't make the commitment until you are ready and once you do you're held to it as an aside somewhere along the way I realized not to be along and drunk with someone with whom I have chemistry if I'm in a relationship. So my advice is similar to what experts say after a traumatic event. Don't make rash decisions. That includes breaking up or deciding to work it out. You need space and perspective, which you don't have right now. Can you stay with your partner or friends? Take as much time as you need. Forget about sunk costs. You need to look at things with fresh eyes. With the admission that it did happen and there's no going back to that timeline, can there be a new healthy timeline with her in it? Possibly, but you should give yourself time, space and external resources, e.g. a therapist, to figure that out. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, Adobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet and forehead lines look better in adults gravis or lambert eden syndrome and medications including botulinum toxins as these may increase the risk of serious side effects for full safety information visit botoxcosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300 see for yourself at botoxcosmetic.com ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down So then OP gives us their update and says, a lot of people have been messaging me and commenting on my posts asking for an update. So here it is. I received a lot of different advice on Reddit, most of which was just to leave her. I was already very upset and hurt. So I left to stay in a hotel for three days and told her I need time to make up my mind. I might send her divorce papers, so be ready for that. She didn't try to manipulate me, but begged me to decide anything with a clear mind and how much our marriage meant to her. During those three days, I was miserable because I missed her a lot, though I was getting updates about her from my brother I kept checking on her, and she was miserable as well. So I moved back after three days, but didn't talk to her a lot. She kept apologizing to me and doing everything she could, like cutting off all contact with Amanda, giving me her passwords, etc. I often found her crying alone, and even my brother and her sister, who she's really close with, told me how distraught she was over everything and depressed over ruining her marriage. After about a week of this and after seeing how remorseful she was I decided to sit down with her and talk. She freaked out when I said I wanted to talk, she probably thought I was going to talk about divorce. Though I said I wanted to talk about how we are going to move forward. I don't remember the exact words but I said something along the lines of, while you did make a big mistake and I just can't forgive you for it yet since the hurt is still there, I want you to know that I love you and I know you love me. But I can't promise everything will be back to normal. I do want us to work on our marriage together and grow our magic back just know that i don't hate you and don't want you to think less of yourself learn from the mistake and never repeat it but don't punish yourself more than necessary and lose yourself i want you back just the way you always were when i was finished she burst into tears and cried for a few minutes on my chest she said that i had taken a massive burden off her heart and conscience she thanked me heaps and said she'd never let anyone even touch her apart from me how grateful she was for the chance to be with her love we both shared some of our deepest feelings about this incident and the relationship itself it was an incredibly intimate heart-to-heart conversation and we didn't hide anything she also came clean about one more thing she said when amanda used to touch her she sometimes used to get a little aroused and excited and knew it was wrong so she asked her a few times to dial down her touchiness but also didn't want to lose her as a friend This is important because it proves that my wife had emotional battles regarding her sexuality even before. I told her I really appreciated her opening up to me and quashing all the secrets. We kept on talking about the marriage, our wedding day, all our beautiful moments. She told me that she thinks she's bi and promised to never use it as an excuse to cheat again. I told her that in the future I might consider letting her explore other women with slash without me. Like a threesome or even just her and another woman only with my permission and she agreed for the first time in days i saw my bubbly wife again i also told her i'm taking her on a date the next day and she gleamed with joy the date went incredibly well i was surprised when she came from the room after getting dressed she was wearing a beautiful red dress and looked stunning i complimented her and she blushed the night was good and we talked a lot we had gone to a nice restaurant it pretty much felt like a first date high on emotions and excitement then we went stargazing in terms of our relationship everything is good now and we feel much better compared to last month however a few days after our date we found out from some of her friends that amanda had taken a few pics of my wife that night though i took care of it and got everything deleted because she freaked out as soon as i mentioned legal actions my wife is very pissed at her so i think amanda's chapter is closed forever now thank you to everyone who gave good advice and it's one of those rare stories where they seem to be working through it. Like I said, I don't think I'd ever be able to do that personally, but I've never been in that position. I just always kind of feel like once the trust is broken, it'd be really hard to, to come back from that. But there's certainly couples out there that have done this and continue to do this to this day. So who the fuck am I to say anything, right? <laughs> but now what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Brave frosting 179 and says, am I the a-hole for never helping my older siblings out and letting my brother and his kids be homeless? My family is on a big divide about this, so I was hoping I could get an unbiased perspective. I'm the youngest of four siblings by far. I am 22 female and my husband is 26 male. My siblings are 30 female, 32 male, 33 male. Between the three of them, they have a combined 14 children. They all have multiple children. None of them went to college and they all work lower paying entry level jobs. I graduated last year. I started college in high school and I work as a nurse. My husband works on planes, but I don't want to say what he does specifically. Our household income is about 200k and average where we live is about 80k, I think. This is all relevant. My parents like to host big family functions for every holiday and they bring the whole family together. Ever since I was a teenager, My siblings have always asked me for favors, mostly to babysit. I did it for a while when I was around 16, but quickly realized they didn't appreciate anything and there was nothing in it for me, so I stopped. For the past six years, I've had the don't ask me for anything stance, since my siblings are the type to ask for favors, but never offer to help when you need it. They always borrow money from our parents, but never pay it back. My oldest brother is getting evicted and asked if him and his girlfriend and their four kids could stay with me and my husband. My husband and I own a four-bed, two-bath home. I told them no because they have a habit of settling in somewhere, not paying rent and refusing to leave. They also let their four kids absolutely destroy every rental they live in, coloring on walls, holes in the walls, etc. My brother and his girlfriend are pissed at me, and they blew up at us at my mother's birthday party last week. They're going to have to stay at a shelter and they're saying it's my fault, but I think it's their own lack of responsibility. My other two siblings chimed in, agreeing with my brother, and they think I'm a sucky asshole. I think that my siblings suck and I don't want my house getting torn up by their heathens. I know that if I let them move in, I'd end up having to evict them, and they wouldn't pay for anything at all. I think it's not fair that they always ask me for money because I make more money than they do, and they treat my husband and I like we're some kind of upper-class snobs because we worked hard and made good choices in life to be able to buy a house early. Am I the a-hole for not helping my siblings? Specifically, my brother, I guess. Update: I'm offering to pay for everyone to get a vasectomy slash tubes tied this Christmas and giving my brother enough money to cover the Red Roof Inn for a week. That's it. All I'm doing for anyone and they better not call me ever because I'm not answering. Misfits asked a question. They said, not the a-hole. Why can't your brothers or sister take them in? Why is this your responsibility? Op says all my siblings stance on this is because my husband and I are the only ones with room. We use one bedroom to sleep in, one as a home gym and two as home offices. My other two siblings are stuffing up to four kids a room and have no way of making it work. I still don't think it's my responsibility though. And a lot of this for me would be like the previous attitude as well that You told them no because they have a habit of settling in somewhere and not paying rent and then refusing to leave. So they got a history of this and they let their kids destroy everything, every rental they live in by colouring on the walls, holes in the walls. So who would want to take that into their house? Of course, I feel sorry for any child that's going to be homeless. And of course, I want to try and help. But how could you let that into your home knowing what the outcome is going to be in the end your brother and his girlfriend's attitude they're pissed at you and they blew up at you at your mother's birthday party saying it's your fault Are you kidding me but broken housewife says not the a-hole they don't pay money owed they destroy other people's property they also have parents and multiple other siblings they have a history of not paying rent and having to be evicted at this point start asking why they're in a shelter and no one is helping combined with all the siblings and parents they can hustle and pay their rent on a new place. Bunny says, again with the I'm poor but have 157 children. Come on, your low on money just have one or two kids so nobody will starve or live in shelters. Why do people put themselves in this position so that others in the family can pay for their family? These are not your children. Your siblings are not your responsibility. They're adults and should take care of themselves. If they were sick or had an accident and it was a one-time thing, okay, but no, they just don't pay rent for a habit. Not the a-hole hope he responds saying my brothers don't seem to know what condoms are my sister had her first at 16 and kept them coming after that she has six kids with six different men and she's always convinced every guy she meets is the one i don't understand them to be honest we grew up in a normal middle class household and our parents taught us proper sex ed i really wish they'd all get it together to be honest but none of them want to go to college or anything rgd wolf says the title had me so ready to call you the asshole. Homelessness is an awful thing, especially for kids. Your brother's attitude, however, has managed to overcome that. Your brother acts entitled, takes no responsibility, and causes trouble. There'd be one thing if he couldn't pay for rent, but was at least keeping his kids in order. Instead, he just trashes places. Presumably, he's getting evicted for having trashed their current place. I feel like the shelter bit is an attempt at manipulation. Wouldn't he just go to your parents or in-laws? feel bad for his kid but maybe a wake-up call will get him to do better not the a-hole he responds again and says none of our relatives have the room to take them in or that they aren't willing to they used to stay with his girlfriend's parents but she had to change the locks while they were gone to get them out they actually will be going to a shelter and i do feel bad but i hope my brother takes this as a lesson to pay his bills instead of blowing his money on stupid shit like vapes and tattoos and again i'm just absolutely shocked about the attitude from these people towards op you know you're asking for help from them and instead of being polite about it and like coming to that from like an even even a place of love or anything like that it just comes across as pure entitlement that they're being pissed at op and blaming op and saying you know it's your fault and not looking at their past actions with the way that they treat other people's property and letting the kids you know destroy the place etc can't help but feel sorry for the kids in the way that they're brought up in the future because what chance do they have but what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart from being involved in today's stories your love your support your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much for being involved and hopefully i'll see you in the next one take care and much love